I'm Catherine Bice, your host to Bowie, a Life in Deeper Water podcast. I live on the Outer Banks of North Carolina on what many call a 200-mile sandbar along the wildly native Atlantic coast. As a nonprofit professional, I had such a heart for bringing resources to underserved youth and artists, New York City, Los Angeles, but the ocean is now my daily muse. So why buoy? To bear my witness to a seaworthy faith, one witness of God's divine persuasion in our deep blue lives, I seek faith that rocks with resilience. Buoy is rocking on a small, sun-drenched platform, spending a few minutes to warm up with the sea lines and navigate a deeper perspective on how our faith is our witness. We all have to swim to it. If you are here to buoy your life in a way only God's swell provides, or your swim brought you to this open water but you're not sure why, we are on the same journey. Hey, thanks for jumping on buoy today. Welcome to Buoy, a Life in Deeper Water podcast. Episode 53, Heaven's Place in My Heart Right Now, for a Mindful and Mobile Mentality. Hello, human. If you are jumping straight on this buoy, episode 53 is part two of my witness about heaven's place in my heart right now. I started this path in episode 52, if you want to circle back. I shared a little about what would not be heaven, no death or mourning, crying, pain, that God will wipe every tear away, that there will be no more curse from our fall from God and no day or night, and that Paul tells us to set our hearts and our minds on things above, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. That Jesus speaks of his heavenly home, his Father's mansion of many rooms, John fourteen two to 4 that he is preparing a place for you, and that our lowly body will be transformed like the glorious body of Jesus, Philippians three twenty and 21. I obviously haven't been to heaven yet. A little grace for my journey, please. My hope is that my witness helps open your heart toward heaven, that you will join me in also preparing a place in your hearts and minds for a longing of Jesus' return and a life of packing for our eternal journey with him. Don't freak out. You don't have to be old or older to think about heaven. In fact, the younger you are, the better, because the spiritual abundance of an earthly life powered by Jesus is most fully realized with your eternal destination in mind. When we seek God's nature to gain vision about our destination, we arrive at a place called clarity. It's on the cul-de-sac of peace. The road to it is narrow, but those on it find each other. The waiting and watching for Jesus is not a distraction. It is a divine anticipation that prioritizes our earthly service to others. The emotional, mental, and physical battles we face every day, when our human nature is never quite redeemed, never quite claims the victory in our daily earth grind. All that will be left behind. Think earth grind conquered. That is why I love what the Apostle Paul tells us, 2 Corinthians 5, 8. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. 
Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Our true forever home. Our final destiny. Jesus tells us in Matthew 5 eight, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The power of this is that the Greek verb translated here, see, is in a tense that denotes a future continuous reality. So what are a few visuals for my forever home? My heavenly home has the river of the water of life. It has a tree of life, 12 pearly gates, each made from a single pearl, a street of gold as pure as transparent glass, 12 crops of fruit, the throne of God and the throne of the Lamb, and sermons who will serve God who see his face. We inherit all of this as citizens of heaven. If you want to read descriptions of heaven, turn to the book of Revelation. I'll read one passage that paints that image. Revelations 22, beginning verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city, on each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nation. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. That's beautiful, but how does God prepare us? I asked you to think about what God wants in our spiritual backpack. As a reminder, Jesus tells us to sell our possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses, money bags, that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail, Luke twelve thirty three. Spiritual treasures are how we prioritize our faith walk on earth. In heaven, we won't need earthly treasures like a house, a car, Two cars, clothes, or a walk-in closet, food, jewelry, books, drinks, a toothbrush, Starbucks, shopping therapy, french fries, praise, new tires, the dentist, a lot of shoes, vacations, a break, a job, better pay, followers, likes, to pay taxes, a government, light bulbs, dessert, a toilet brush, a toothpick, a scouring pad, a phone, internet service, theology, clean socks, showers, bath soap, dark chocolate, and we won't need water or oxygen. But the amazing and paradoxical thing is this. God has given us everything we need for a godly life right now. In the midst of and to transcend all the earthly assurances we surround ourselves with. Second Peter 1, 3-7 His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. My focus on heaven is about how to accumulate treasures in heaven while still here. If this were a focus on physical health, our backpack would include things like a water bottle, a protein bar, a resistance band, 
athletic shoes. So what's in my spiritual backpack? Building spiritual character is about bringing God attributes to everything I do. It is how we participate in God's divine nature. I read the same verse, like this in one translation. Faith supplement with virtue. Virtue supplement with knowledge. Knowledge supplement with self-control. Self-control supplement with steadfastness. Steadfastness supplement with godliness. Godliness supplement with brotherly affection. Brotherly affection supplement with love and love. The sequence of these eight attributes, how Peter layers them, is another buoy down the road because I want them to be embedded in my witness. But today, I begin by memorizing the order because spiritual treasures serve an immediate earthly purpose. They are about being mindful and mobile. Mindful about the home I am going to and mobile in how I exemplify my divine anticipation of Jesus returning for me. How I spread my joy about his returning by giving to others from my faith, my virtue, my knowledge, and so on. We are told to watch for Jesus. What do I want to be doing when he comes? I want to be talking to someone about him, encouraging a sister or brother in the body, naming people who are in need in my prayers, recording buoy, and of the more tangible earthly things, taking bread out of the oven to give away, putting together Christmas cookie boxes for neighbors and lonely people, and continuing to write about God's nature and his amazing love for me and his amazing love for you human. Matthew twenty four forty two said, Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. What do you want to be doing when he comes back? And what's in your spiritual backpack for the journey to the room he has prepared for you? The Holy Spirit has given me the string of spiritual pearls to commit to a simple picture of heaven that my heart recites through my actions how I live my earthly life in Christ. I am working on a little phrasing that I can claim and recite from within, like a spiritual protein bar for good and bad days when I am on the move. I am fine sharing this with you in draft format and in dedicating it to a beautiful lady who is celebrating her 80th year on this earth right now. She lives and gives to others with such a clear vision of her heavenly home. Thank you, Doris. It's titled, What Lights My Way. God's glory lights my heavenly home. No sun, no moon, or day turned night. My place prepared by his only son, counted righteous through his sacrifice. God's nature designs my heavenly home. I praise his sovereign deity on the other side of humanity's fall beyond the curse to a home truly free. God's loving me fills my heavenly home with my redeemed and resurrected heart, my forever rest in his many rooms where I see his face and fully know his love. God's power hallows my earthly walk with knowledge for a godly life. My divine anticipation of Jesus' return defines, no lengthens my earthly stride. His grace, my gratitude. See you on the buoy. Thanks for listening today. I encourage you to speak up, human. 
If Bowie brings value to you, take a moment to share it with someone. Write a quick review so we reach more seekers. Comment, ask questions. You can find me at KatherineVice.com and Bowie Catherine B on Instagram. Bowie is a life in deeper water podcast.